guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday, we introduced you to the concept that Israel wanted a king so they could be like all of the other nations, and the Lord tried warning them. It's like, look, you don't want a king. You don't want a king. And they're like, no, we want a king. And so, all right, the Lord gave them a king. And so he gave them this guy here. His name is Saul. And I do really think, kind of like I said yesterday, that you know, even though we are making dumb choices, the Lord will still try to bless our lives as much as he can. So he gives them the guy who I think is the best at the time. In fact, you go into chapter nine, where we're introduced to Saul. Uh, verse two, it says, Saul was a choice young man and a goodly. Uh, goodly makes reference to talents. He was probably a good looking man. There was not anyone among all of the children of Israel, a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders, upward. He was higher than any of the people. Uh, this means he could have been even taller. So, so keeping in mind that these Philistines were just gargantuan. We'll talk about tomorrow, the biggest of them all. And so Israel needed a guy who looked like he was going to be an imposing fellow. So this probably is what Saul looked like. Um, he's a good man. Verse number six says the spirit was with him and uh, said the Lord will turn him into another man, meaning giving him as it says down in verse number nine, another heart to be able to show him, to be able to judge properly, to be able to lead the people properly. Now, one of the things to keep in mind is Saul is not a prophet. He is not the spiritual leader here. He is a military leader. He is the king. So he's a good man though, and everybody loves him and he's doing great. So then you go into chapter 13, where the Israelites are in a battle with the Philistines, and it's a bad one. And Saul is starting to panic a little bit. Uh, he had asked Samuel, the prophet, to come make a sacrifice on their behalf. Remember, Saul is not authorized to do this. But Samuel doesn't get there. In fact, you get down to verse number eight, and it says Samuel did not get there at the time that had been appointed, but he came not there. And so what happens? Verse number nine, this is where Saul's downfall starts to happen. Uh, Saul said, bring hither a burnt offering to me and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. Again, he is not authorized to do so. Samuel shows up, went to meet him. He's going to salute him. He's like, Saul, I'm here to help out. And Samuel, all of a sudden, verse 11, he's like, what hast thou done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that thou camest not within the days appointed and that the Philistines had gathered themselves together. Verse 12, the Philistines came down now upon me and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. So he's like, I didn't see you coming, and I panicked, and so I made the offering on your behalf. Verse 13, Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. And so at this point, 
point, you got Saul again. He's starting to feel like he is more powerful and he has more authority than he actually does. Uh, chapter 15 is kind of a crazy chapter where Saul is commanded to go in and destroy the Amalekites. Like this is one of those chapters, again, it's a weird one where he's commanded to go in, wipe out everything. And what Saul does is he keeps some things. This is very reminiscent of uh, the sin of Achan back in Judges, where he keeps some things for himself and thinks this is a good idea to sacrifice these things. And in verse 13, Saul says, well, I've performed the commandment of the Lord. And Samuel said, uh, what meaneth then this bleating of the sheep in my ears and lowing of the oxen, which I hear? It's like, you're supposed to go in and wipe out everything. It's like, I hear oxen and I hear sheep. So he goes in and starts talking about how Saul, he said, when thou wast little, this is verse 17 of chapter 15, when thou wast little in thine own sight and was not made the head of the tribes of Israel, the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. It's like, remember when in your own mind you were humble. But what you've gotten, you've got super prideful. And he even tells him down in verse 22, he says, to obey is better than to sacrifice. And Saul even mentions how he says, I feared the people and obeyed their voice. But Saul had gotten to a point where he was so prideful. I keep doing this as you're watching me do this. Saul's life is very much like a roller coaster where you see him starting off and he's small. He's willing to do what he's supposed to do. And he gets to a point and there is just a huge downfall. The rest of the life of Saul is a tragic, tragic train wreck to the point you get to the very end of his life in chapter 31. He's in a battle and he's wounded and he falls on his own sword and basically takes his own life. It becomes a tragic story of Saul. But again, you see that Saul's big downfall was pride. Now, as you think about pride, one of the stories I always think of when I think of Saul, I first of all think of this pen right here. We've seen one of these pens before. It's the one that you click it and it goes to different colors and, and things like that. There's kind of a cool pen. Well, Dieter F. Uchtdorf years ago talked about his experience with one of these pens. So go ahead and watch this. I once owned a pen that I loved to use during my career as an airline captain. By simply turning the shaft, I could choose one of four colors. This pen did not complain when I wanted to use red ink instead of blue. It did not say to me, I would rather not write after 10 p.m. in heavy fog or at high altitudes. The pen did not say, use me only for important documents, not for the daily mundane tasks. With greatest reliability, it performed every task I needed, no matter how important or insignificant. It was always ready to serve. In a similar way, we are tools in the hands of God. When our heart is in the right place, we do not complain that our assigned task is unworthy of our abilities. We gladly serve wherever we are asked. When we do this, the Lord can use us in ways beyond our understanding to accomplish His work. Again, when I think of Saul, I think of one of these pens here in this example here, how pride was very much the downfall of Israel's first king. So if you're keeping score so far, Israel's first king did not turn out the way that they had probably hoped it to. So what do you do? You get another king, which we're going to talk about him as we introduce him to you tomorrow. 
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.